The other day I asked my white co-worker how was her weekend and she gonna spend 30 minutes telling me about her divorce from her husband who got her sister's best friend pregnant and then moved the girl into the neighborhood so he could be close to the side baby. And while the tea was piping, I'm like, honey, are you okay? It's a fuck a lot of haters, Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Black Explaining. It's episode. I really don't know. I should start counting before I start recording. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Um, I hope you had a great week. Mine was shit, but I'm alive. So I feel like that counts as a good week, y'all. Um, I've been going through it. I've been sick all fucking week. I was fighting. I was, you know, I was y'all know I'd be fighting for my life over here. But it wasn't COVID, you know. I I didn't have that Rona. I have no idea what happened. I just got sick out of nowhere. I went to get tested. It wasn't COVID. So they're like, you have a little bug. And then I had an ear infection, y'all. And I was just fighting for my life. So I had a cold. I had an ear infection. Now I low-key can't hear out of my right ear, y'all. So if something happened on the right side, that's between y'all and Jesus. (laughs) But... Then I had to take a whole bunch of different over-the-counter medications because I couldn't sleep and I was coughing, I was hacking. So I'm on all the Tussins right now, y'all. I took Robitussin. I done took Wall Tussin. I went to the Target and I got the Up and Up Tussin. I, I got the Tussin from C. If it's a Tussin, I done took it. Okay, all the I'm off the I'm off these motherfucking drugs. Off these drugs. I'm off all the Tussins, y'all. Um, it's life is good. Okay, the Tussins got me feeling great. The Tussins got me feeling mighty nice. So it's great. My work week was chaotic, y'all. Y'all know I work in HR. I know I'm the police. Um, but I've been having a lot of issues. Y'all tell me why. So I work in HR, you know, I'm an administrator and these motherfuckers, they're going to like, and I got to, I have to do certain stuff. You know, I got to do the unpleasant stuff. So they done told me, oh, we accidentally paid somebody some money that was supposed to go to somebody else. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. That's good enough. So we trying to explain the situation to him and we're like, you know, we discovered a payroll error. Woo woo. I'm going to be initiating a recoupment. Why does man ask me, well, why I got to give it back? Now, you know, that money don't belong to you, sir. You know that money ain't yours. Why are you over here asking these dumbass questions? And it's not like we we didn't even collect. I was like, you know what? I am going to, you know, I'm not going to collect the full amount. I'm just going to collect, you know, this amount here. But like we, we they, they don't want to pay you money. They don't owe you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in here arguing with folk. I really don't care. Like if they didn't bring it to my attention when I did my audit, <laughs> I'm like, I would have, I really would have overlooked it. <laughs> I really don't care. I'll be finding discrepancies in the books all the time. And the cheek, the other cheek, it be turned. I don't want to deal with it. I, I don't want to deal with it. Okay. There, and I remember like one time I was going through my report <laughs> and my reports were off by $10,000. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like a end of the fiscal year problem because it definitely doesn't sound like an end of the quarter problem i'll be turning my i'll be turning my head (laughs) y'all i'll be turning my head because i was so like 
is our finance director embezzling embezzle is are you are you are you are you greasing the palms but no so it's been a crazy week it's been hectic it's been chaotic but i feel much better like i said these tussins they got me feeling mighty nice and yeah y'all at the beginning of the week y'all so right my white co-worker she was telling me um I, I just asked her you know how's your weekend woo woo and she started talking girl she went off on a tangent you know we had to take the kids um uh, we had to do the swap be in the mcdonald's parking lot because i had to get a restraining order against my husband's girlfriend <laughs> and you know as soon as they start talking about some mess some drama i'm like a restraining order your husband's girlfriend tell me more this girl went off on a whole fucking tangent right oh well my husband had an affair with my best friend's sister or my sister's best friend and he got her pregnant and then he moved her into the neighborhood so that he could like secretly be closer to the side baby and woo woo then we got a divorce and um the girlfriend like he had to move out of the house um and then he like couldn't afford to be paying like his child support in the rent at her place so he was like well I'm gonna live in my ex-wife's basement I don't know what you gonna do so the girlfriend started like destroying a property and she had to get a restraining order but she still filed for divorce and then she got the house in the divorce so he has to like go do something with himself but she didn't want to be with Chad it was a whole mess and I'm just like girl I just wanted the corporate answer. Oh, it was good. You know, got some rest, you know, went out to eat. Nothing much. But white people be spilling their motherfucking tea. And that just made me think like, baby, are you okay? You got a lot on your chest. You ain't got no friends. And they don't. So I was like, why? And then I was, and then, you know, I had some pride a little bit more because I was like, whose side did your sister take? Cause you know that's her sister's best friend that got pregnant that the that her husband. So I'm like, whose side did your sister take? And she was like, well, my sister says since there's a child involved, she has to be neutral. And I was like, yeah, that's the wrong motherfucking answer because me and my sister we finna make make mop your shit. All right, into next week. <laughs> Don't ever get it twisted. But no, y'all, that got me thinking. Like, you know, what kind of relationships, especially as adults, like, what are the important like? Who, if I got into a situation like that, what the fuck am I going to do with myself? You know, I feel like I have a good support system and I feel like I have people in my life that would help me and, you know, like first help me jump my husband. <laughs> Let's start there. Second, when that bitch drops the baby, help me jump her ass. Um, and then third, help me set each and every single solitary thing he has ever loved and valued in this life on fire. I feel like I have a good supportive group of people in my life who would help me do that. And you know, that's, that's what you need as an adult. Like I got the people in my life who are like going to give it to me straight, who are going to, you know, really give me the truth. I got the people in my life who would a hundred percent follow me off of a cliff or into a jail cell if I said the word right the fuck now and then I also have the people in my life who if I needed to get drunk from tonight to Sunday morning they would be in the car with half empty bottles of liquor on the way over here right now like I feel like I have a good balance and I feel like as an adult like friendships are super important 
and, and like important as like well obviously friendships are important even when you're a child but like adult friendships they're difficult and they're stressful and they can be complicated and you know sometimes there can be levels of complexity like maybe you have friends who have kids or friends that are married or friends who live in different states or you know friends who work third you know adult friendships are just fucking difficult y'all so you know what we had to do we had to hit up the ig and see like what are the controversial what are the hot topic what are the unpop friendship opinions because i feel like adult friendships like there's so many different contexts in which they could exist like you have your friends that you just do like a little wine night with you have your friends you go to the club with the friends like i said who would burn down a man's entire house with you um and then you also have you know the friends that you can travel with and stuff like that so what are the unpop friendship opinions and here's some of the responses so we have one response that says ghosting friends is sometimes necessary. Some things shouldn't have to be explained. And I felt like that one was, it was, I, I feel like that one's not super controversial because I think we're, especially like the Gen Z's and the millennials have really embraced this whole idea of ghosting. While I think ghosting is super controversial, I think like ghosting friends, like, because you feel like the relationship is negative or, you know, like maybe they're not putting in as much as you are. I think people would be like welcome to, especially because millennials and Gen Z's are also very anti-confrontation, y'all. And that's the thing. I'm the confrontation friend. Like I have never in my life kept anything to myself for a second. I'm the confrontation friend. So like usually ghosting is not my go-to because I'm going to say it. All right. I'm going to say it and I'm going to, I'm going to bring it to you and we're going to talk about it and we're going to confront the issue. And I'm no notice. I'm not saying conflict here. Like this is a conflict. We're confronting the issue. But I think that like the idea that you can like ghost your friends the same way you would ghost, like, you know, a potential romantic interest. I don't think it's super controversial or unpop maybe it is because I feel like with friends like people often feel like well I have like this connection to them and we've been friends for seven years or three years or whatever the case may be so you I feel like oftentimes people feel like they owe their friends something so I can I can definitely see how you know that could be a little unpop however if you feel like you need to like ghost your honestly I'm not pro ghosting I'm not anti-ghosting you, I've had people ghost me, not a fan, but have I ghosted people? Absolutely. Would I do it again? Sure would. But when it's done to me, I don't take kindly to it. <laughs> but I feel like what I, no, I'm not even going to jack it down. I'm not even going to jack the dick. I'm not even going to cap here. When I've ghosted people, it's not for legitimate reasons, y'all. Like, me in the past, I was just ghosting people because I'm like, I know that I don't need to be in this, but like talking about it is going to get on my nerves. Like, so, <laughs> you know, 13, 14, 15 year old me, well, I didn't really ghost people because I went to school with them, but I would say like 17, 18, 19 year old me when I had like those transitional friends, like, you know, the ones you meet at the hookah bar and you exchange numbers with, I definitely ghosted them. But like the friends that were like my friends, friends, like we did stuff together. We met each other's families. Like... I feel like I never, I didn't really ghost them. I have had a friend like kind of ghost me and I'll definitely talk about that later, but no. Totes see why that's like kind of an unpop. 
Now this one had um in the DMs stirring, honey. They were stewing. Now another unpop friendship opinion, you know, from one of our spicy contributors was you can have sex with your friends regularly without it ever getting weird. And you know what, y'all? I feel like I need to do a separate episode about that because like, I really want to talk about like, what are friends with benefits? Like, what are some of your sexual boundaries? Because I feel like we never really get spicy here on the podcast. Like, you know, I feel like I'm kind of reserved. I'm kind of held back. And I want to like take these conversations deeper. So I, I might, I think I'm going to do a separate episode on that. And I might have some people on for that episode because I have some people in mind. But that one, like, let me just tell y'all, people were in the DMs, like, what the fuck are they talking about? I am not, pro- like, I, I, I feel like it all depends on your boundaries. So, like, if you guys can set those boundaries for each other and you can be like, well, we're going to have sex and we're not going to make this, like, progress into a relationship or whatever the case may be, then it could work for you personally one of my boundaries with like my male counterparts is that I don't have sex with my friends but that's because those are boundaries that I've set with myself as long as you're comfortable and people are consenting you can literally have sex with whoever you want you know as long as it's not against the law you know what I'm saying like if people are consenting and you're like well we're friends and we can do this and you know we can put boundaries in place and we can have conversations when, you know, we feel like it's getting complicated, then good for you. But I feel like I want to talk about that more in depth, babe. So shout out to the person that sent that question in. And we, the person that sent that question in, we talked about this already. But anyway, okay. So another unpop submission was you have to be hard on each other and hold friends accountable. And that one was one that I really liked as well. Shout out to everybody um, who submitted. I'm sorry, I didn't get consent to put you guys' names on the podcast. I apologize. Um, So I won't say anybody's names, but thank you for submitting. Thank you for submitting. I'm saying this like I got like a hundred submissions. Y'all, I think I'm a celebrity. (laughs) But anyway, but no, so thank you guys for submitting your unpop opinions but that that's the, that's the one that I really like because I feel like you know you do kind of sometimes have to be hard on your friends and you do have to like you know and I wouldn't say like it's all because tough love is a thing but it can't be all tough no love like I'm not saying that every single solitary time your friends make a mistake you got to be like well that was dumb you should know better woo woo and that's why you got the result that you got because you know never like n- not by any means but you know if your friend is making like consistent mistakes and you know you're providing them with support you're providing them with guidance or you know vice versa you're doing something and your friend is providing you support and providing you with guidance and they're like well why do things keep falling apart you got to be like well take a look at what you're doing take a look at your actions and you know see how that has been contributing to the outcome babe you know because I anything my fucking friends do I stand. I don't give a fuck what it is. Okay, you just got out of jail? Slay. Okay, a free queen. All right, did you just get a new job? I love you. You are a girl boss. All right, did you just fucking leave that man who cheated on you and, you know, tried to gaslight you into thinking that it was your fault? Oh my God, emotionally mature. 
icon. At anything you do, I stand. But I think it's also important to be like, babe, do you think the reason you're in $10,000 worth of credit card debt is because you keep swiping the motherfucker and you know you don't have the money to pay the bill? I think that's important as well. Like holding your friends accountable for the choices that they make that make their life difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, and especially like, you know, cause, and uh, cause this could go to the extreme. Cause I have had, you know, friends that have been in, you know, emotionally, physically, or mentally abusive relationships. And it is very, you know, people in those situations, they're not going to leave until they're ready to leave. But it is very important that one, you're not, you know, like, you're not too supportive to where they feel like they're being enabled. But two, you're not too hard on them to where they feel like, you know, when they're ready, ready, that they can't come to you for support. So there's always like a balance needed to make sure that your friends feel comfortable, they feel safe, and they feel cared for enough to like really be able to rely on you when they're in situations of crisis. And, you know, not to get too on the philosophical and no shit like that, you know, but I'm just saying like, I, I think that maybe... I, I thought that that was a very popular opinion. Like you, you have to hold your friends accountable and you have to make sure that like, cause like, while for some things, like if your friend keep going back to her stupid ass nigga, like that's fine. We've all gone back to a stupid ass nigga. But if your friend keeps, you know, taking out payday loans, you know, you gotta be like, look, bitch, you're ruining your fucking credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There are some things where like, you can take a stronger stand than others. Like you can definitely be like, no, you don't deserve to be gaslit and you don't deserve to be treated like you don't matter. You can definitely do that. People are going to make their own choices. So ultimately it's up to them. But I mean, like you don't have to be hard on your friends to where you're like, no, you're fucking stupid and you should know better because life is fucking hard enough. Okay. That nigga is already cheating on her. Okay. With a white girl, you're going to add insults to injury show her a little support let her know that she's safe and that you're valuable regardless of how fucking stupid you are okay because i've been dumb okay i've been dumb i have been dumb y'all dumb and i'm still worthy valuable and deserving as a person you know what I'm saying so I think it's important to find that balance and I think this and you know I talked about this on forgive yourself sis um episode one like I think we especially in the age of social media there's this you know ideology or this culture of like let's be tough let's be tough let's be tough like you know and you you can you can see it in all of these sounds like you know that one sound that's like it was never going to be you so for you to be fucking delusional like I think we need to chill the fuck out because unless you are Dr. Martin Luther King fucking Jr. And, you know, even he was a regular at the Motel 6 doing some shit he wasn't supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? You're not perfect and you're not like the moral authority on anything. So you standing here saying like, oh, for you to be fucking dumb and for you to be fucking delusional. It's just rude. It's just rude and it's un helpful because I have a friend or I had a or uh whatever and every time I would go to them and I'd be like emotional about something and they're like well you should have did that anyway and I'm just like well 
that makes it really difficult to talk to you because like, you know, like sometimes the when especially when you're friends with somebody or like if I wanted somebody to tell me that I was stupid, I would just go to my sister. <laughs> I if I wanted somebody to tell me that I was unfocused, that I lacked planning and strategy, I would talk to my mother. <laughs> okay, I don't need that from you. And that's the thing. It can't be all tough and all love. That's all I'm saying on that. So yeah, another good submission. But yeah, y'all, I think friends are like a tricky kind of situation. Well, not a tricky situation. I think they're complex and they're very nuanced. So let me circle back because like, because I want to circle back because I said I was going to talk about this later, y'all, because I had this one friend that I low-key has a fizzle out slash ghost. So we have been friends for a little minute and y'all like she was super selfish and you know I would support her in a whole bunch of different ways that she would never do this fucking same thing for me like it was even little shit like I remember one time her grandfather and she was um Ethiopian Eritrean something like that so her grandfather had come into the country from you know their home country and he he was very elderly so she was like in the house with him for a few days um, and her parents had gone off to tend to their business matters, go to work, whatever the case may be. So the bitch texts me and she's like, oh, can you bring me some fruit and like some bottles of water and stuff like that? And so at the time I wasn't working or I was working and I was just bullshitting. So I'm like, yeah, cool, sis, I got you. Like, I'll be there in an hour. Woo, woo, woo. So I'm like, boom, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, this is what friends do. So then I remember I was stuck in the house and, you know, when I said I used to be done, my license was suspended and my daddy took away my car um, because I'm also a spoiled princess. So <laughs> my daddy took away my car and I was stuck in the house. And so I was like, so I hit her up on some like, bitch, I can't leave the house. I'm fucking starving. And my mom and daddy gone. Can you bring me like some fruit and like maybe a piece or something? And she's like, oh, well. I don't know if I can do that and I don't know if I'll have time and I'm just like oh I bet you know you start to notice little shit like that and then on top of that like didn't nobody I fucked with like her like my mama didn't like her my sister really didn't like her and it was really like draining so then I also noticed that I'm like every time I talk to this bitch it's me hitting her up like every time we communicate with each other it's me hitting her up so I was like what would happen if I just stop hitting the bitch up and you know what happened fucked around and never talked to the bitch again <laughs> ever again in life to this day and I don't feel like and you know I feel like a lot of times when people fizzle out of stuff or like when they separate from relationships there's always like a bad guy or like a villain or some kind of like underlying beef or whatever the case may be and I feel like in that situation for me we just kind of outgrew each other like we don't need to be friends anymore if the only time we ever talk is when one of us reaches out to the other and also the other thing is like she was holding our friendship fucking over my head like I remember like I, I didn't have a lot of friends like I growing up like I did not have a lot of friends I had like maybe one or two like super close friends and they had like their primary friend groups so I wasn't really with them all the time so then when I became an adult I didn't have any friends because most of the adults that I knew they had like friends from high school and I'm talking about like 18 19 20 21 type shit so I wanted to go to the club y'all know I love the club so I wanted to go to the club and I hit her up and I get there and she like yawning like I don't really want to go and I'm like the fuck are you what are we going for and she's like 
because I know you don't have any other female friends that would go with you. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to take you back home. <laughs> like, don't feel like you doing me any favors by being friends with me. Like, that just felt really rude to me, like very condescending. She's like, because I know nobody else is going to go with you. That's fine. I can just go back home. Like, <laughs> I really, like, it's never that serious. For And then the bitch, y'all used to have me out here looking a mess okay because like my like and I'll say because y'all my best friend is my sister I'm not her best friend but that's okay so my sister like she's gonna tell me like if I look crazy if I look a mess like I remember one time I'm in the car she dropped me off at home I'm getting ready to go on a date and she's like are you gonna change as I'm getting out of the car I tell her no and then I'm walking in the house she's gonna yell out the window she's like well if you're gonna change that dress I'd change that sweater too and I was like who said I'm gonna change who said I was gonna put on another dress <laughs> you know like my sister's gonna tell me if I look a fucking mess and I appreciate that but she used to have me out here looking any kind of way, y'all. I'm talking about any kind of way, like, have on a see-through shirt, and you can, like, see the bra through the shirt, and the bra got, like, a print on it and shit. And then I got um, some other kind of colorful-ass shoes. And then I'm wearing this big-ass chunky necklace, just looking a hot fucking mess, okay? Looking a hot mess. And she wouldn't say anything. Oh, you look cute. Oh, you look cute. Meanwhile, you know, she got on a, 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 a body con a little black dress she got on the heels with gold accents and she's like you're showing your personality no bitch I look a hot ass mess so all the niggas can be focused on you all right and that was it really was already the case because the bitch had ass for days okay thick as fucking cold grits if I might say so myself so I'm like, bitch, the niggas is already looking at you, okay? I'm coming in the club. I can look any kind of way, all right? Me and the niggas is dapping up like we homeboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I used to smoke with these niggas in their mama basement type shit. Like, I get into the club. Me and these niggas is like, what's, what's already? You, it don't matter. But no, so I had a friend like that. And that shit was just... And this is what I said, because I also said, I also said that shit, I don't remember, I think it was on Forgive Yourself, sis, like, when people be falling out when they go on vacation and shit, like, bitch, we literally, we lived in two different cities when this happened. And remember how I said, you know, you already knew the bitch wasn't shit when y'all was in Delaware together? Well, I should have knew that shit when we was in Delaware together. I mean, we don't live in Delaware, but you know what? Fuck Delaware. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Delaware, but I'm, but I mean, like, I should have knew that bitch wasn't shit when we was in Delaware together, okay, like, type shit, like, we were, we would go out together, a nigga trying to, you know, he trying to holler, he trying to <laughs> woo-wop the woo-wop, and I might, like, walk up to her because she all, she also was the purse friend, so the bitch got my phone, my keys, my wallet, my ID, my credit card, everything. So maybe I'm trying to give me a little drink. So I don't even interrupt on no, oh, my friend, I want to talk to you type shit. I'm just interrupting on some, oh, can I get my credit card so I can buy a drink from the bar? And this nigga talk about who the fuck talking to you? And she would still be entertaining him. I'm like, girl, I'm going to beat this nigga ass. And you still trying to get his digits? All right, well, I'm going to take the number out of your phone and I'm going to set this man up. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what you're going through with this transaction for. But yeah. So I think in a lot of cases, like those, 
you know, like you you can tell that the friendship ain't gonna make it. And I think and I did. You know, we did a lot of talking about her and her problems, and we did a lot of things on her terms. And like I would just be so frustrated and so stressed defending this bitch that I couldn't even see the validity in what people were saying about her. Because I like my mom has a very good judge of character and my parents well, both of my parents have very good judge of character. So I'm sitting here just being like, oh, well, you know, parents just don't understand type shit. Meanwhile, my mama done peeped some shit that I should have peeped a long fucking time ago. And I want to say I was friends with her for like maybe two, maybe three years. And, you know, she wasn't wrong. At the time, she was my only like close female friend and so I did really value that friendship you know at the I think around the time that we kind of fizzled out and y'all when I tell you like I was doing shit for this bitch like she would have like a packed ass day because the bitch is like a humanitarian she's trying to save the world but she's a shitty friend so I was like calling and scheduling her fucking doctor's appointments I'm her fucking personal assistant y'all I was a slave all right but no, so I'm I'm doing all kinds of shit. Like, you, you feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then on top of that, she has, like, other friends that I don't really mesh well with and friends that I can tell that, like, they don't really like me. I don't really like them. And here's the thing. here, Like I said, if I got a problem, I'm going to talk about it. So I would, like, talk about it with them, with her, with the people involved, and... It would just, to them, it would feel like conflict. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really need this, y'all. And then, like, because her and I, we had another friend, a mutual friend, like, and he was kind of close to both of us. Bro, this nigga, like, first of all, this nigga, (laughs) I doubt he listens to this podcast. This uppity-ass Negro, y'all. Like, literally think he fucking better than everybody. Grew up in the fucking projects up the street. Anyway, so... We had this one friend. We took him out for his birthday, right, y'all? And this nigga sent me notes on my behavior at the end of the night. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to let that shit go. But this is the thing, though. They were very narcissistic type people. And when I say notes on my behavior, he was like, one, next time you need to go with the flow. Two, like, don't be so pushy. Like, if people want to change the plans, let them. And I'm just like, you sent me notes on my behavior? And I have another friend who, like, knows him because we went to high school with we went to high school, we all went to high school together, and I told him, I was like, oh, he sent me notes of my behavior, and this is the non-violent friend, you know, he's like the theater friend, and he's like, and this friend was gonna beat his ass, like, this friend was so enraged and violent because of this man's actions, he was, he, he, he had been, and this man has a theater degree, all right, clearly, you know, the trenches aren't about him, and he was, he was driven to fisticuffs, I'm just saying y'all the friends they weren't friending like they were supposed to and then okay so this uppity ass friend y'all because and when my my cousins are gonna know who I'm talking about so this uppity the uppity ass friend this is the the other mutual friend to just the bad friend the female friend this uppity ass friend like went to college with one of my cousins and bro used to fucking try to Talk about her because she went to class comfortable and shit, like in sweatpants. Like, bitch, we're in fucking undergrad, okay? I'm not going to get a Nobel Peace Prize 
sitting next to a fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy, like, kiss my ass type shit. And now, you know, he living his best life, and uh, he lives in L.A., and he, he did some things in undergrad and in high school that has, like, he has, like, a proximity to celebrities. So now the only time I ever hear from him is, like, oh, uh, this I was at uh, DJ Khaled's birthday party, or this weekend I, I was at the premiere for the new singing competition, and I... I was hanging out with Diddy and, you know, only hear from him on that type of shit. And I'm just like, oh, good for you. Congratulations. That's that's wonderful. Meanwhile, back in the day, I'm picking this nigga up from the airport, driving him to the fucking project where his fucking sister is getting hands and feet put on her by her broke ass baby daddy that just got out of jail 30 days ago. I'm like, babe, you don't forget the lifestyle that you come humble yourself not to say that any of them makes him not like not a good person but I'm just like babe you lived a regular ass life like the fucking rest of us okay and I'm sorry if it like sounds like there are any like weird pauses I keep having to stop recording so I can fucking cough my lungs out y'all I told y'all I was on the tussins today okay I'm off this motherfucking tussin but anyway y'all so yeah the ain't shit friend the uppity-ass friend. And I've had so many, like, ancient-ass motherfucking friends, y'all. And let me tell you, I also had a fucking... So I had this one friend... <laughs> since this is just friend horror fucking stories. So I had this one friend who I met through... Because now I feel like I have good friends. So, like, one of my best friends, she, like, models and does photo shoots and stuff in our local community. Like, very popular. Woo-woo. So... She met this girl while she was doing her photography and she kind of brought her around all of us. And so I met her, we clicked, the rest of us kind of clicked with her and she was cool. So we all start to become a close. We added to the fucking group chat, y'all. This girl is a fucking mess. For a while she was homeless and she was struggling with transitional living and she has a very toxic at home situation. So Multiple times have I, I've so first I had to move the bitch into a new apartment downtown. She didn't stay in school or something. I don't remember what the conditions were. So I had to move the bitch. And remember y'all, I drive a tiny little Chevy. Okay. So I, I move her into the apartment, move her out of the apartment into her abusive boyfriend's house. Her abusive boyfriend puts her out. I drive out 20 miles outside of the city to bring her back to my house. Then... I had to quarantine because somebody at my job got COVID and I used to work in a jail. So I had to drive her or I had to get her moved into our other friend's house. Like literally so much stuff I did for this girl. Used to fucking pay for her so she could have something to eat. So she could have, you know, whatever she needed at the time. And we would all do this like the rest of the friends and I because we just kind of corralled her. And then she lived with our other friend for like three months rent free you know, <clears throat> just using her stamps every once in a while. And then after she got a place of her own, she blocked all of us. And I'm like, what kind of motherfucking shit is this? And this what I'll be saying. Because they she wasn't acting like this in Delaware. I'm sorry, Delaware is a metaphor. But no. So I need to start paping this shit in fucking Delaware before we leave for our metaphorical trips to Miami, all right? And by metaphorical trips to Miami, I mean before I start doing all this friendship shit for people. Okay, because I would say I have like 
different friend groups. So I have like my friend friend group, like the friends that I made on my own. And then I have like my other friend group who are like, they're my friends. I've met them through my sister. And then I have like my other friend group who are the friends that I really don't bring around my friends that my other friends and then my friends because they're um, frequently incarcerated. Oh, and those <laughs> I know they listen to this podcast. So shout out to y'all niggas. Um, but no, I think it's just like, you know, I have these different friend groups. They don't really intersect and like maintaining these adult relationships and seeing, you know, what I need to see in people and being a judge of character. It's fucking difficult because like I said, like some bitches be different in Delaware than they are on your metaphorical trip to Miami. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, so fuck Delaware. Okay, again, Delaware, please don't take this. No, take it fucking personally, Delaware. Fuck you. But yeah, y'all. That's what I'm saying. I think like when when you start to maintain adult friendships and you start to see how like, you know, people act uh towards other people, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in the friendships with you, whether that's just how like they act in their everyday lives, that really shapes like, you know, these these larger more complex you know intersection you know I would say of like your village you know what I'm saying that's the word that I was looking for like your village because I feel like I have a village but there are just like there are separate tribes and some people have different traditions and you know because like my friends the ones that I kind of made on my own and I know separately from a lot of people like we we do like we do clubs and we do brunch and we do like karaoke and we turn up together and you know sometimes we get together and we we we, we, we might talk about some real shit like trifling niggas or just life problems or you know we, I'm talking about that nigga with that thangalang slangalang you know what I'm saying like we 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 we're home girls you feel what I'm saying and then my other friend group we talk about everything from like investing to you know thangalang slangalang because don't I don't I hope you didn't think I was going in an LLC direction but I'm just saying like a lot of them are a lot more focused. You know, they we, we're talking about jobs, we're talking about marriages, we're talking about long-term relationships, we're talking about, you know, dreams and goals and passions. We're also going to the club. We're also talking about that thing like slang life. But then here's the thing. When we go on our metaphorical trips to Miami, we are coming back still friends because we were all the same in Delaware. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. And then my group of friends that is frequently incarcerated on the off chance that they are free or not on house arrest we're just at the club that's it nothing complicated we're at a bar we're at taco tuesday we're at potawatomi bingo and casino (laughs) and the point of this y'all i think the point of this was like friendship is so special to me because like these are the people that you chose to be around I tell both of my sisters all of the time legally you are not allowed to stop talking to me I will sue you okay you're not allowed to stop being my friend you're not allowed to stop including just stop including me in things um and you're not allowed to just ghost me okay best that's to both of my sisters you're not allowed okay I'll take you to court but like your friends, people that you chose to be there and that are choosing to be in your life, I think that's super special. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, 
the bonds that I have with my sisters and my family members. Because, like, my mom is my friend. She be lying. She be like, I ain't friends with my kids. Girl, yes, we are. Bestie. Fuck. My dad is my friend. Bestie. Fuck. Don't tell him I said that. Um, but, like, those bonds are super special, too. But, like, friendship, I think, is super special. I cherish it a lot. If you are one of my friends, I do love you. I do appreciate you. I do cherish you. Will I ever say this in person? Probably when I'm drunk. Even when I'm sober. I feel like I'm very affectionate with my friends. And I can be very affectionate with my friends. Um, If you are currently one of my friends and you haven't responded to the group chat, kiss my ass. But I think everybody's caught up on group chat messages. But anyway, y'all, like I said, I think friendship is super important. It's super cherished. And even, you know, my sister, who is my bestie, um, like, I don't fucking know what the fuck I would do without these people. I, I really don't. Like, y'all, if I was just out here as an only child, I would be in these streets, Okay. If I didn't have my two older sisters, I would have been in these streets, y'all. And if I didn't have, like, friends and people that I could, like, you know, just spontaneously be like, hey, do you want to go somewhere? And then, boom, we're in Chicago. Like, I'd be bored. I'd be lonely. I'd be depressed. I mean, I am those things often, but less because of the friends that are in my life. And also, if you're like a, even if you're like a new, like if you like my podcast and you respond to stuff, you're my friend, okay? Y'all know that nigga that be, I be having on the podcast sometimes? He's my friend. I don't care, all right? If we talk and we say nice things to each other, we're friends and you can't go anywhere. And that's just how it works. I don't give a fuck, all right? So I'll cut you. But other than that, y'all, it's breezy. You know what I'm saying? But if you got a friend, whether it's a chosen friend, uh, a friend that is family, family that is also a friend, I want you to pick up your phone right now, and I want you to text them that you love them, you appreciate them, and that you are glad that they are in your life, okay? And if you can't say that, I want you to text them, let's go get margaritas, okay? All right, y'all. I hope everybody has a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you sick like me, get you some tussin'. And until next week, stay black, y'all. <laughs>